0: Radio show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday! This is Queen Trina, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration motivation and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. I pray that everyone had a beautiful, beautiful weekend spending time with family and just being thankful for what we have and for what is to come. Uh, I myself, I did a little bit of work this weekend. I spent some time with family, and then I felt like I was coming down with a cold so i I did the right thing i I took some rest, right and so again, this is the season this season is coming up, so it's important to make sure you have all of those remedies in the house the the ginger and all of the different things that you're gonna need uh, to pre- to help prevent yourself from uh, getting a cold because definitely the flu and cold season is coming up, and we don't want that to interfere with all of the holiday festivities, including our our holiday promotions, right? So very, very important. We've got a great lineup in the show for the show today, uh, but before we do get started with all of that, Let us go and give our first fruits of this show to God the Father. Let's go in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us again another day to wake up this morning and to to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of organization, action, and leadership. Let us not procrastinate, O Lord, uh, on our business goals, the tasks, and the projects and things we have before us, but help us, Lord, to be steadfast, unmovable, and yes, Lord, unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over all of those women that might at this time, Lord, be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that They are not alone, Lord. Give them that warm inner strength, dear Lord, that inner peace, Father. Send resources and others, including us, Lord, to help them. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given to us, Lord, and we embrace and we accept those blessings, Lord. And Father, yes, we, we thank you in advance, Lord, for all of the blessings that are yet to come. As always, Lord, we thank you so much for Successful Woman Radio. Father, I thank you personally for allowing me to share with all of our listeners that support the show. Father, I ask for you to continue to bless me and give me a clear mind, clear thoughts, ready recollection. Of Of words and things that will be able to help those that listen to successful woman radio, it is these things, Father, that we ask in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well again, hello, hello to all of you who are just now logging in and joining the show. Thank you so much. This is a really good time to flash over on another line and to share Successful Woman Radio with at least one other person that you know might be in business or they said they were going to go in business. This is a great show um, for you to refer them to, to let them know that they can be motivated and inspired to generate income that they desire. We've got a great lineup for you on the show today, and I just want to basically go over that lineup. We've got the five questions of business leadership. I'm going to share some things in reference to preparing your mind for greatness, a little bit of, of more um, detail items today. I'm going to talk a little bit about the the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind, right? I want to share that with you a little bit and just talk about of the things that you may not know and why it is important for you to prepare your mind for greatness. We've got just a few announcements over at Women About Biz. And then, of course, our hot topic um, for today is literally all about the holiday season. So today we're going to talk about deciding on your holiday sale items, right? Yeah, you know, usually it just depends on the size of your company and the products that you promote. But it's not uncommon to start preparing for your holiday campaign, looking at your holiday product lineup as early as June or July, right? It's not too too early. However, it's never too late also to really take advantage of the season um, in a in a positive way, right? To you know, decide that you are indeed, whether you have a service or a product business, that you are indeed going to pull out one of those products to really promote and um, let everyone know about it. You're going to give a a sale. So we're going to talk about that today, deciding on your holiday sale item. So we're going to discuss, you know, how do you even begin to decide on what you want to pick? Uh, to sales for the holiday season or, or what type of campaign you should have. So we'll get around to that as well. Um, as we look at the being in the middle of October, wow, here we are in the middle of October, and I want to remind all of you who are participating in the Women About Biz Go-Setting Program. Now, this is an ongoing program, uh, but for this month, November and December, this program is absolutely no cost to our Bronze-Free members as well as our Silver members, right? So this this program um, is really a program to help hold you accountable. It's a program to help you build the habit of goal setting. It's a program that is going to support you as you set your goals each month right? So at the beginning of each month, you automatically are going to receive your goals planner. And and believe it or not, the goals planner is not like just a template, but I actually make sure that I review, you know, the season that the month is in, some of the things that you should know as you're planning out your goals for that particular month. So I go in detail and I give you some good instruction, some good preparation material as you go to set your three goals, for the current month or whatever month it might be. We've added some additional support to the mix because two weeks out of each of the months, October, November, and December, we will be hosting the open office. Now what the open office is, is that it allows you to just bring your task or whatever project you might be working on and to work with other women live. Um, while we are all together working on our project. So we're not actually talking together. But what it is is that it helps to know that someone is there also working on their project as well. And what we do is we have breaks. We might work for about 35, 40 minutes. Then we'll have a break and come back to the screen. If anyone normally has any um, challenges or resources or support that they need from me, I'm there. You'll have a a direct number that you can call and ask me any questions. So open office is normally about two, two and a half hours it can be. And again, this year we're having it twice a month, but starting next year we're going to be hosting open office pretty much, you know, two to three times a week uh, for members at Women About Biz. This is so you get to see and understand how powerful this process can be when you're able to come together and actually work on a project or work on various tasks to support your goals. So if you have not joined uh, the Women About Biz goal-setting program, then I suggest that you go ahead and join the program by going to member.womenaboutbiz.net, okay? Again, that's member. There's no S on to member, right? No S. Just dot net. Once you go there, you can log in if you're already a member. But if not, just click the red sign up button and join as a free bronze crown club member. And then you will be able to locate the goal setting program in the left-hand menu under coaching. And get started, right? It's never too late to get started with your goals for the month. Uh, that's the one thing that I think that we have to stop doing is we'll say, "Oh, well, since it's in the middle of the month, or since it, you know, since it's almost this month is almost over, I'll start next month." But that is not the mindset of a leader. The mindset of a leader is to always seize the moment. Is to always gain that momentum and understand the importance, right, of supporting your goals to making sure that you're going to accomplish those goals, whatever you set out for the company. So for those of you that haven't done so yet, what are you waiting on? Become a member of our Women About Biz goal setting program, and let's make some things happen for your business. I want to go ahead right now and go right into our October theme, sharing uh, with you what it is and what we're doing all for the rest of this month, okay? Um, Because a lot of the times, I'm not sure if you know that we have, we normally have a theme that we carry for the month. And then from that theme, we will do articles at Women About Biz. We'll do um, webinars for you. And then also on Successful Woman Radio, we'll cover, we'll break down um, various topics relating, and we'll make sure that you're getting good information that you have. So for to, for October, the theme is closing the month out strong, or should be closing the year out strong. And, of course, it's a busy quarter uh, because not only do we have to ensure that our goals are in alignment for what we want to experience from our businesses, right, but we also have to start planning and strategizing for the new year, which is so very important. And we also have to look at the holiday season, you know, how are we going to participate in the holiday season? So, again, this is a very important month for you to be planning, and so there's no time for procrastination. It's all about moving forward and getting things done. So today, um, I am excited to start with our festive content on deciding on your holiday sales item. Again, we're going to do deciding on your holiday sales items. But first, let's go ahead and delve right into the five questions of business leadership. There's no time like now than to actually set your business foundation and actually what will be what you're going to be um, what you're going to be doing and how you're going to be supporting your business overall and that's what the five question of business leadership is about is about let's start with question one how have i have i set my business foundation i'm sorry have i set my business foundation and so again Setting your business foundation is really um, a a compilation of things, and what I've done is identify five core areas that really are very relevant to setting your business foundation. And core area number one, um, it's all about that legal structure and setup, right? So you have to ask yourself, you know, is it time for me to incorporate my business Most businesses are good with LLC structures, right? Have I set my tax EIN? Uh, So that's very important. You're going to need that uh, as you incorporate and get your tax EIN. You're going to need that to set up your checking account. You're going to need that to provide 1099s to uh, contractors that you pay over $600. You're going to need it for a lot of reasons, right? So these two things in your legal structure set up and getting your business incorporated and getting your tax EIN is very important. Now, the one thing that I also wanted to talk with you about in this particular thing is that, yes, LLC is the most common corporation structure for small businesses. And the reason is, is that it allows you to do what's considered a single pass-through. In other words, you don't have to break it out and become an employee of your corporation and then take taxes out on yourself and then taxes out on the corporation itself. The LLC allows you to do a single pass-through, right? And so that's one of the biggest advantages of the LLC. So that Definitely, this is something that you should think about. I'm not saying to go out and just do it, but this is something that you have to consider. I definitely um, encourage all of you to schedule a power talk with me if you haven't had one so you can determine if it's time for you to go ahead and get yourself incorporated, if it's time for you to go ahead and get your um, tax EIN. The one thing that I do want to remind everyone, because so many times businesses um, business people are are quick to go and get their IRS tax EIN number, and then they'll say, well, when I incorporate, I already have my EIN. But remember, a corporation is a separate entity. And so therefore, even if you say I'm a sole proprietor with a tax EIN, you cannot use that or you should not use that same tax EIN, okay? You want to incorporate first and then you'll be getting your tax EIN number that's just for that corporation. So if you want more information about it, although I'm not an attorney and I wanna make sure I have that disclaimer there, I'm not an attorney, but I've been doing this for 30 plus years and I can lead you into the right direction to legal services or to an attorney or to um, resources that will help you to get yourself incorporated. So again, I want to uh, remind you of that. And then as you build your foundation in core area two, you also want to look at strategic planning. You want to ask yourself, am I strategically planning um, for my business? Now, the difference between a strategic plan and a business plan is that a business plan normally is going to cover the whole business itself, right? It's going to give a good overview of the entire business, whereas a strategic plan might just be focusing on a particular time frame like objectives that you want to accomplish within a quarter. A strategic plan might um, look at specific products and services, or a strategic plan might uh, be developed to support an objective that you have that you want to accomplish over a period of time. So a strategic plan is a little bit different because it's more focused, not on the whole business always, as much as it's focused on a particular product or a particular service or an objective, a sales goal objective. This is what we will be doing. Also, as you are planning strategically, you are always also going to um, definitely be extremely focused to the point to where you're figuring out the blueprint for how this objective is going to happen, Okay some questions that you can ask yourself as you are as you are strategizing is, what do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for the business? And how will I implement the task to support these goals? And who am I delegating to? Keeping in mind that you can't be the Lone Ranger. You can't be an island alone. Um, you definitely need to know how to use the professional services of others to shorten that learning curve and move you along faster. And then core area number three works right in with core area two, because you're going to ask yourself, have I developed my power team? Um, And developing your power team, that means that you are sitting down in your quiet space and you are identifying areas of your business that you know you will need assistance in or help in, whether it is marketing, whether it's copywriting, whether it is graphic design, whether it's website development, whatever it's going to be, you're going to write down what your needs are and identify the professional that can help you. You may not know who that professional is, but you can identify the professional title that can help you with those particular projects. Once you do that, you can set out to then seek the services of such a professional, right? Of course, you can use Google to research individuals in your local area or on a national basis. You can ask people who um, you may have seen their business and what they're doing, and it's relevant to what you want, you know, whether it's a graphic design or how their website looks or how they always seem to be really organized with things. You can ask them, you know, hey, who's helping you to do this? helping you. And then, you know, a, a referral goes so much further than just cold searching on your own, right? So you'll be able to vet your power team once you have created a kind of a power team outline, bullet bullet pointing and listing out um, the types of professionals that you're going to need to help you with various things. And again, I gave you kind of an example of some of those, um, things that you may need help with, such as graphic design, such as copywriting, such as content writing, social media, uh, web development, uh, an attorney, an accountant. Those are just some of the things that you might need. But every business is different. Every business uh, it has its own industry, and you have to basically look at within your industry what the actual needs are and then we will move on to core area 4 where we where we ask ourselves the question have i automated my business now in this day and age there's really no reason why you're not taking advantage, why you should not be taking advantage of business automation because it's a very powerful tool. It not only saves us time, but it also saves us money and allows us to put our money in other areas. So in this particular case, automated marketing is very key because it allows you to continue on with marketing your business 24 7 even when you are not around now there's some things that go along with uh, marketing and automation and i really encourage you to just go to just go delve into what automation is all about In our Women About Biz Crown Club portal, if you click on the Knowledge Center, we've got some great articles in marketing that will help you have a better understanding of marketing automation and marketing your business overall. Let's go ahead and move to core area five. As we look at the five core areas of setting your business foundation, core area five says, am I prepared to receive the money? I think this is very important here, right? Um, Because... A lot of the times we're so excited about a product or a service that we haven't prepared ourselves to actually sell the product or service, right? But we need to be able to, number one, make sure that we have a business checking account. Number two, that we actually have a bookkeeping system. Number three, we definitely need that merchant account, right? That's so very important. And then number four is cash flow. So again, in, in order to receive that money, let's just make sure. Let's make sure that we are prepared not only to push our products and our services out there, but we will be able to follow through with the whole system of having the money enter our business checking account. So with that said, I've just given you the five core areas of actually only question one, have I set my business foundation? Now we're moving on to question two of the five questions of business leadership, which is what are my top three business goals this month, the current month that you are in? And again, as many of you know, we have a wonderful goal setting program to support all queens who are building their empires. It's, it's so pivotal for you to participate in that. And so, again, you're going to ask yourself, what are the top three business goals this month? If you're wanting support, if you're wanting a goal setting system that um, I, along with others, are using to help us create our goals and accomplish those goals, then you know participate in the business goal setting program. And for those of you that keep signing up to participate, but you're not doing it? Queen, what's going on with you? You know, it's time for you to put on your shoes of leadership and really step in to support your business. Here's question number three in the five questions of business leadership. Do I have my power team in place? In question one, we, we talked to you about uh, asking yourself have you developed your power team outline have you identified those roles but here in question number three have i right put my power team in place that's a difference in in the questioning and then question four am i being consistent with marketing and communication again am i being consistent with marketing and communication you know this is very key and again you know the difference between this And the automated marketing question that we asked in question one is that automation is going to help you to really be consistent in marketing and communicating with your customers and with your clients. So again, I want to encourage you to do that. Here's number five. And this one is really important. This is a question that I feel that as businesswomen, sometimes we may develop a fear in asking ourselves that question, or I feel that we may Uh, answer the question too quickly and not be willing to really delve deep into the question itself. Number five in the five questions of business leadership is on a scale of one to 10, with one being low and 10 being the highest, what's your belief level? Now, this is a question that many women don't ask themselves at all because a lot of women are not in the know on their own personal power and what it is that's going to help them to build an incredible business and to grow it, keep it strong, and take it to the next level. But, you know, we could have a lot of things for our businesses. We could have someone to give us the blueprint to a particular business that that, that works of the time, we could have someone to give us money in support of our new business startup or what have you. We could have a a grant that we just won or we could have a business loan that we just uh, were approved for. All of those things can be in place. But if you don't have this one thing, nothing's going to make it happen for you. And, again, that is belief always talk about belief. I will always reinforce and encourage you to really embrace the process of getting into your quiet space and asking yourself this question. Uh, Because I tell you, I tell you, sis, it's one of those things that you'll be very surprised of because we can all say we love ourselves, right? But then did you know there were different levels of love and do we love ourselves at the right level? And in and, and the same way, we can all say that we believe in ourselves and yet there are different levels of belief and that, get, that can help take us to that next level. And, you know, sometimes when you're wondering how can this person who's doing similar to the same thing, I'm looking at their... I look at the way they speak, I look at the way they present. I look at all of the things that they have, and you ask yourself how why is it that they seem to be successful and I'm not I don't understand it, but here's what it is. What it is is that it could be I'm not hundred percent sure this is this is just a um a scenario here, but I do do think that and many times it's because Two people can have the same business, one successful, one not is because of the belief level of the other person the other person who's succeeding has a stronger belief level and because of that they are taking themselves to that next level listen up your belief level is directly tied into the actions right when you believe in something when you wholeheartedly embrace something and you want something even if you don't have the money even if you don't have all of the support what you need to understand is that you if you are willing to take action Your belief level is high. When you're willing to take action without really knowing where you're going to get your resources from, it means that you're ready to go on a discovery journey. It means that you're ready to figure it out. And it means that you're ready to go to God in prayer. Even when you don't know where the resources come from, you know that God and the Holy Spirit is there to support you and to make things happen. So if you're taking action, if you're seeing your goals being accomplished, if you have to do items that are actually getting done, then guess what? Your belief level is, is doing great. It's moving up to that level. And you can continue to take that belief level to higher and higher levels. There's never the highest level of belief. You just want to have the right kinds of beliefs to get you started. And what is that right level? I call it unshakable faith. Unshakable faith, again, is that level of belief that's so deeply rooted in you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on your dreams, on your goals, on the thoughts that come into your mind. It is not a process where you you have unshakable faith and procrastinate. It's actually quite, quite the opposite. Those who practice unshakable faith don't procrastinate. Okay, and when you're taking action, it's kind of hard. How do you procrastinate and take action in the same in the same um, space? You can't. The two don't exist in the same. So the key word here is action. And what happens with unshakable faith? How do you get it? You might be asking that question. How do I begin to get unshakable faith? What do I need to do in order to actually have it? Well, well, here's a quick rundown on just a few things you can do to start practicing unshakable faith. Unshakable faith is one of those things. And what it actually means, that word unshakable, it means that you cannot be moved. It means that regardless of the naysayers in your life that are telling you what you can't have, what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, it means that you don't allow other people to, uh, to shake your foundation. You don't allow others to uh, tell you what. You can't and can do. The next thing about unshakable faith is that you are willing to take action in spite of yourself. So in spite of some of your procrastinative ways, in spite of how you are feeling at the time, you may not be feeling like, uh, like accomplishing your goals or doing your task or planning out. You may not be feeling well at all. But in spite of yourself, you are still moving on. The other thing that really helps you to have unshakable faith is creating a pact, making a pact with yourself, because a pact is stronger than a promise. A pact is an undying promise to yourself. It's a a strong promise, right? It's an agreement that you have made, I believe, between yourself and God that, this is what you want to do. This is where you are headed. This is what you are promising to make happen. And so you have to make a pact that regardless of how you feel, regardless of the lack of resources that you have, that you're always going to have unshakable faith within yourself. You, If you created the idea, if you created the thought, if if the thought came to you, if God gave you the vision, whatever it might be, whatever you are trying to work on, you are going to be in agreement with yourself and God. You are going to create a pact with yourself and God that you are going to take action in spite of yourself. And that can be a challenge, but once you move forward and you take the action, you're going to find out the ease and the relief that you feel in working on that particular project. And I'm going to give you guys just a quick testimony because this happened um, just this past weekend. I was working, uh, I've been writing a book and working on my outline and working on some various things, and I did not feel like it, but I had some space and time available to actually uh, write. I did not want to do it. I, for whatever reason, the spirit of procrastination was trying to fall upon me. But what I did is I said, let me look at my environment. Let me see what's causing me to feel this way. Okay, well, I think my, uh, I had the television going on in the background, right? I was in another room where the TV was on. So that was one distraction, even though I had my computer there. Um, the other thing is is that I noticed that the positioning that I was sitting in was kind of slumped. So um I realized, okay, I need to remove myself from the environment that I'm in and I need to go into a quiet space and I need to make the environment. For myself. And so that's exactly what I did. I got into a quiet space, I lit a candle, and then I said a prayer. I prepared my mind for greatness because I realized there was some procrastination trying to seep in. Um, and then I promised myself, I said right then, remember the pact, take action no matter what. As I began to take action and write just one thing down on the paper, I started feeling a release. I started feeling um, the release of tension. I started feeling the release of my anxiety, a little bit of stress going on there. I started feeling a release of all of that, and I felt clarity, and I started writing. I started um, moving on with it. I did some research uh, on things, and before I knew it, I... Looked up and an hour and a half had passed by and I had met my goal of doing some work on my book. And so, again, had I given in to the spirit of procrastination, that wouldn't have got done. But because I had unshakable faith... I was willing to take the action in spite of myself and remove myself from the environment that I felt that might have been holding me back from actually doing some of the work. And so, again, this is what I'm talking about. These are the things that... Um, you need to look at to help yourself when you are trying to move past procrastination, past not doing certain things. We definitely have to look at the environment that we are in. We definitely have to look at um, what noises are going on in the background. We We definitely have to look at all of those things. So I want you all to pay attention to the fact that when it comes to believing in yourself, The antidote to the lack of belief or the level, rising the level of belief, the antidote is always going to be taking action. That is going to be the antidote. And how I explain it is that when the Holy Spirit within you. Senses that you are taking action on something that you have birthed, something that you want to do. It recognizes that it relays that to God the Father and it starts interceding on your behalf and it starts helping you to clear your mind, it starts bringing in those resources that you didn't even know where the money was going to come from, but the money starts coming. You didn't even know about the people or the other resources that you needed, but somehow it starts all coming together because the Holy Spirit within you is recognizing that you are taking that faithful step and so it is getting ready to assist you. And that is what begins to happen. Synergy begins to take shape. It begins to take form and things begin to happen for you. And so this is why you need to understand when it comes to belief, there are supernatural powers that God has given us that we are able to use, but there are certain things that block us and sometimes we block ourselves and this is where we need to be able to release We need to stop worrying about how it's going to get done and start being more concerned with do we have the right kind of faith? Do we have the right kind of belief in order to get ourselves to the next level. And so I want you to understand that. And last but not least, as we look at on a scale of one to 10, asking ourselves what our belief level is, I want to say that unshakable faith, that level of belief that really compels you to take that action, I want to say that along with that is momentum. Because when you have unshakable faith, you also have momentum. That means you move with Speed. You aren't slow. You aren't, um, aren't going to take days to do something that would have taken you like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, right? You, it's it's going to take you a much less amount of time to get done, right? And so when you have that unshakable faith and you're willing to take that action, you should know that momentum comes along with that action, okay that's what you should know and so again i want to remind you that all of these questions the five questions of belief right i want i want uh, five questions of business leadership i want to remind you that when you ask yourself these questions it's never going to be a catch all answer because depending on the level that you're in in your business you are always going to have different answers at different times. And there's always going to be different actions that you will need to take to move yourself to the next level. Very, very important. So there you have it, the five questions of business leadership. Ask them of yourself as often as you need to, to actually make some things happen. I want to move on into quickly talking about the subconscious mind versus the conscious mind. I did kind of like, and I don't know how many of you are on TikTok, but you can go and see my um, four-part series that I did on TikTok about, you know, uh, claiming your personal power and understanding the subconscious and the conscious mind. And um, I got a pretty good response. And you can go watch all four parts, but I want to talk to you, the listener, um, because many of you are longtime listeners, and I want to talk to you about paying attention and understanding your subconscious mind. And why it is so very, very important, because a lot of times what I am finding out is that as women, we will listen to wisdom. We will listen to things that we need to do in order to improve ourselves, but we don't necessarily take the action. And again, that's where that unshakable faith comes in That We've got to start being willing to create a pact with ourselves, and we've got to start being willing to take the action, even when we're finding that it's difficult to, we've got to start taking the action. So in the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, I want to remind you that one way to really gain personal power and to really... um, understand how it is that we have supernatural powers that are gifts to us from God, we really have to begin to understand ourselves. We really have to begin to understand how important it is to be in touch with not only our conscious mind, but to be aware of what goes on within our other mental chamber that we call the subconscious mind even when we are not around okay and a lot of the times you know we we walk in life we walk through life on the surface of life meaning that we don't delve deep within ourselves to really ask ourselves the question of why we are the way we are why are we why do we make choices the way we do you know what is happening we often don't delve deep into ourselves to do that but i'm here to tell you that one of the most important things that you should begin to learn and understand is your mental system because that is how you literally get a grip on practicing your personal power. Now, you've heard me talk about preparing your mind for greatness and, and how important that is, but you need to understand that your subconscious mind controls about 90 95 percent of everything you do it controls all of that now your conscious mind on the other hand that's the side of the mind that we say is in the now right you listening to me on the show you're listening to me in your conscious mind so your conscious mind really helps helps us to uh, it helps us to communicate right and so it's very important for us to understand that in the conscious mind, that's where we get our ideas, that's where we start thinking about things at, uh, that's where thoughts from our um, subconscious mind pushes itself to our conscious mind, um, visions, our vision, when, when we're able to communicate with ourselves and have that vision or have those thoughts, the conscious mind, right, is doing that, it's, we are able to use the conscious mind, it's our main communicator. Okay, the conscious mind is. So with that said, what you need to understand is that everything that we think in the conscious mind is basically given permission from the subconscious mind. If there's something that we're trying to accomplish to do, if we're setting goals and we're finding ourselves feeling like we're walking up a force field, walking up a mountain, we can't get it done, oftentimes you're having pushback from your subconscious mind. Right, and um it does sometimes feel like, wow, why, why do I feel like I have a force field going on, or I'm, I'm trying to push through something that I can't push through? That's the sub, that's a, an example of the subconscious mind holding you back, right? And so, what you need to know in the subconscious mind is that it is like a sponge; it absorbs everything. It is like a hard drive in a computer, and it runs twenty-four-seven. Okay, so even when we are sleeping, if there is noise in the background, such as a television or radio, you might be sleep in another chamber of your mind, but your subconscious mind is absorbing whatever it is hearing. Have you ever ever thought about uh, why it is that sometimes a song just comes into your mind and you start singing the song and humming the mind? Often it's because the subconscious has heard the song and it's relaying the song back to the surface of your conscious mind. See, this is giving you an example of just how powerful the subconscious mind is. Now, I'm mentioning these two things, and that is because you need to be aware of your personal power. In preparing yourself for greatness, in preparing your mindset for greatness, you need to be aware and, and conscious of the fact that that you have the ability to control a large amount of things that you subject to your subconscious mind from your environment, from people, places, things, what you're thinking, your emotions, your thought, all of that you have somewhat control over. And and the reason why you have control over that is that before you even start thinking negatively, for example, you might have the control to say, oh, no, I'm not going there. I'm going to think positive because I want to be careful of what I'm putting in my subconscious mind or the environment. Uh, you can remove yourself from an environment that you don't want to be in, that you feel is feeding you negatively, right? And so, in many ways, we have control of that. Even with our emotions, everything um, that happens in our lives on a daily basis, we do have control over it quite a bit. And yet, there are some things that we don't have a control over. So, what we have to do is worry about the things that we have control over because it's much more of them. The things that we have no control over, those are the things that we pray to God the Father to handle, to help us to remove those things that don't belong in our subconscious mind. So I encourage you to get the book, right, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. I encourage you to get that book. If you have not already, it needs to be a part of your library. And I want you to read that book. It's a short book. But it's a book that will really, he, he writes it in such a way where it really does help you to understand what the subconscious mind is all about and the power that it holds and how you can begin to utilize your subconscious mind to support your conscious mind of things that you want to accomplish on things that you want to get done. Okay. So if there are things that you feel like, you know, I've had this goal for a whole year and I don't know why I can't get it done. You know, it very well could be the the subconscious mind that is giving you pushback and holding you back. Why? There could be things that you have already put that work against the very thing that you say in your conscious mind, you want to accomplish the things that you say you want to do. So, you know, again, if you are interested in learning more about the internal side of you, the subconscious part of you, as well as the conscious part of you, I definitely recommend you to get Power of the Subconscious Mind by author Joseph Murphy. It's a very inexpensive um, book on Amazon or even Barnes and Noble, Noble, so go ahead and get that. We're coming um, to a time in the show. I'm very excited about this part. Uh, We're getting ready to come to today's show and next So next week's show is all going to be about the holiday season and prepping yourself for the holiday. And so today we're gonna to be talking about deciding on your holiday sales items. Oh yeah, that is so very, very important. Why? because if you have been one of those business owners that said, well, I'm a service business, so I don't think I'm going to I need to market for the holiday season. Or you may say, well, my products don't necessarily relate to the holidays. I don't have toys, I don't have perfume. I I don't have jewelry, I don't have this or that. And so you say, oh no, I'm not going to market for the holiday season. But I'm here to let you know that regardless of the business that you have, okay? regardless of the business that you have, everybody can market for the holiday season. Even when you feel that your business is not good business, service, or product um, to mix with the holiday season, you still can brand your business during the holidays, right? Uh, And so I want you to absolutely be thinking about that. You know, the holiday season is that magical time for businesses large and small. It's when consumers... Um, are looking for special gift items. They're looking for unique experiences and small businesses at this time have an opportunity to really shine. Okay, but to stand out from the competitors. It's crucial to select the right services and products from your business that will make your holiday campaign not only be appealing, but also very successful. So as women business owners, this is your time to shine and think critically about what your customer will absolutely love. So I want to just talk about, you know, as you're deciding on your holiday product or service, here's what I want you to be thinking about, okay? Okay. The first thing you need to to think about is is there a product or a service uh that you have that people tend to really give you a lot of compliments on or they uh, actually refer quite a few clients to you or customers to you because of that? Or if it's like a product, do people often gasp when they see it and go, oh, that's really nice? Or if it's a service, do you find people saying, you know, I've been looking for someone that has this very thing? Or do you know that you have something that is in demand, right? These are, this is the first thing that you do when you start looking at it. Now, what happens if you only have one service or one product? Well, then you still have to look at how you're going to brand that one product or service during the holiday, okay? That's very, very important. Now, I have had clients to also say to me, uh, clients in the service industry who are uh, consultants or they're in t- some type of service business, you know, what can I do? And so I the case recently when I had one of my old-time clients who owns a massage therapy business, and she was saying, Trina, you know, do you think there is something else that I can offer in massage therapy that might be um, different than just gift certificates? Because everybody's offering uh, gift certificates. So what else can I actually offer? So we really got the opportunity to start brainstorming and um what the one thing that she expressed is that you know is that she really wanted to do more branding of herself she really wanted to she really wanted to get into having people to remember her for something. She really wanted to rebrand. And then she decided, you know, boy, everybody's doing books, everybody's doing journals. I don't think I could do a journal as a massage therapist. But as we began to brainstorm, we talked about how massage therapy is more than just massage, but it really fits into the health and fitness. And she started thinking and and looking at how she could do a fitness planner that that really had a really great slant for massage therapy, right? And in between the fitness planner, she would also do um, coupons and discounts for her massage therapy services, right? So I thought, wow, we, that's fantastic. So what she is doing right now, start from scratch, she's going to... Um, Have someone to design a really attractive cover for her Fitness planner, her massage therapy fitness planner, and then she also is going to utilize a template that I gave. I, you know, gave her some resources, so she's also going to use a template uh, as well. But then she's going to customize it, and I introduced her to a service that could customize it for her. So she's very very excited, and she found out that it's only going to take her about seven working days from start to finish to get this done. She's very, very excited about it. So now she's going to, um, now that she knows what she wants to do, she's also going to work with someone to help her build her marketing campaign up as well. So again, now, that was just a brief power talk that we did, but it helped her to get to where she needed to be about the services that she she wanted to offer or the new product that she wanted to create. So it's the same thing. I have another client who uh, is really into fragrances, and she has developed a really soft Fragrance for the holiday season, and so she's going to be marketing that. So you have to look at the services in your business. You have to look at uh, the products that you have, and if you don't have a product, and you're thinking you may want to have a product, then what you have to look at is it a product that can be done within, I would say, within seven to fourteen days. Is it that? Because it definitely needs to be ready at well before. Uh, Black Friday, and it definitely need, you need something that you're going to be able to market through November as well as December. So keep that in mind as well, okay? So as you develop your product or your service of what you're going to be offering or doing, I have to make sure that you know that it's important to know your audience. You know, before you dive into your product and your service selection, it's going to be essential to understand your target audience. So remember, get in touch with your target audience sometimes by building a character profile, that male or female, what's their age, what's their income bracket, what, is, what do they like, What? what do most people who like your services or products, what do they normally like, where do they hang out on social media, right? Uh, you know you have to look at that you know consider your ideal customers and what their preferences are what they may like for the holiday season are they looking for gifts decoration food services um, to make their holidays easier, you know. You may want to conduct some market research with your current customer database. So again, it's not too late to really get on board to do that, but you've got to start working on it this week. You also can offer unique and customizable products as well, you know, to stand out during the holidays season, um, you may decide, for example, to um, have some something that you have personalized or customized. This is where you could come up with a t-shirt collection because people like to give t-shirts for the holiday season as gifts, right? You can come up with a t-shirt um, collection, you can come up with a coffee mug collection. Um, you can even do um, iPhone uh, cases you there are a lot of things that you can customize that can then become a product that you can push for the holiday season okay so unique and customizable products is something that you can do and they have different services that will that can help you um, with that I am going to be actually doing a short video and providing some resources and services for our Crown Club members um, on exactly that, the resources and and different holiday product and service ideas, I'm going to be taking it one step further for our Crown Club members. So if you haven't joined the Crown Club, this is a really good time to go to member.womenaboutbiz.net and make that happen. And, you know, just select the free membership. You can start there and and you're automatically at that point in the Crown Club. You know, another thing as we're looking at our um, holiday season is you may want to look at seasonal trends as well. Okay. Look at various trends, color schemes, themes, popular gift items that you can do for the holiday season and look at relatable items that you might be able to order a limited supply and sell them as well if you feel that you want something more relatable to that holiday. You know, the big thing here is to also make sure that you emphasize value and quality, which is so very important because emphasizing those two things, um, you know, can't be overlooked. It's non-negotiable when it comes to offering products and services through your business, okay? Ensure that your offerings are well-crafted and worth the price. Emphasize the value of your products and your services. Communicate this to your customers. So you've got to be able to describe the product, right? And don't forget, it's a good idea. Bundle and discount strategically, okay? Consider things that you can mix together and sell as a bundle or as a package in addition to just one product or service alone. And if you have products, you better make sure that they are in stock. Make sure that you know how you're going to ship that product out and get it to individuals, okay? Keep in mind, you might want to do a little bit of research with the postal service as well. They usually put out articles this time of year on the best time to cut off shipping anything out. Um, So you definitely have to make sure that you do that, okay? Remember, as you promote, you're also going to be creating an urgency. So there are things that you're going to need in your holiday product um, lineup, okay? The first thing that's going to be important is that you definitely are going to need a holiday landing page. This is where you can feature three to six different services or products or just one service or product. Okay, that's going to be very, very important. Also, know whether or not you're going to give a deep discount. Now, I'm going to tell you that during the holiday season, long gone are the 10% discounts, unless the product that you are offering is actually a hundred dollars or more. Because if it's not, then you may have to make it going into. 15 to 30% discount, but not if it breaks the bank. So you've got to, you know, here comes that cash flow that you may have to do for your holiday product to make sure that you're not underselling yourself as well, okay? Now, next Monday, we're going to be talking about creating your holiday campaign, and I'm going to go deep dive more into that. I'll also be deep diving over at the Crown Club about the holidays as well. I'm going to be posting um, a webinar that I did on, you know, pro holiday promotional ideas for the savvy business women. So if you're a part of the Crown Club, you're going to get that opportunity to hear that as well. So, again, I hope that what I'm sharing with you, the fact that we all can participate in promoting our businesses in, in, during the holiday season, but now is the time to do it if you're going to make that happen, okay? So, you're either going to promote a pro- product or a service or you're going to brand yourself with offering calendars and different things to customers to your prospects. So again, now is the time to do it. Well, we've come to the end of the show. I want to thank you so much for listening to the show. Stay tuned next week as we continue with part two of marketing your business during the holiday season. Have a blessed and productive week. And for those of you who are Crown Club members, I'll see you in the Crown Club. Take care.